Welcome to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by my man, Audley Stevenson, the odd man. He'll unpack wisdom and insights from a cross-section of top quality performers in business, media, sports, entertainment, and lifestyle to uncover key elements to help you live your best audacious life ever. So without further ado, here is The Odd Man. Greetings and salutations. What's happening, everybody? I'm Audley Stevenson, and this is the most audacious podcast the internet has to offer. Thank you for joining us on another edition of the Audacious Living Podcast. And I'm, I'm appreciative, always appreciative that our listeners take some time out of their day and choose to spend it here with us as we continue our ongoing goal of helping listeners live their best audacious life ever. Uh, as always, I encourage you to connect with us through our, our social media channels. We are on Twitter and Instagram under the handle The Audacious Pod. And then on Facebook, uh, if you search the Audacious Living Podcast, you can stay connected with us and join our Facebook page. Uh, please like, follow, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Uh, I assure you, it is a great move. Uh, hey, I also mentioned our YouTube channel too. I shouldn't. I don't want to forget about that. Hit that red subscribe button down low, and the notifications alerts will come out to you every time we got brand new video content. And there definitely is a lot of it. Now, I'm excited uh, to be joined by funny man Tommy Davidson on this week's edition of the Audacious Living Podcast. Tommy, of course, uh, got his big comedic break on the iconic comedy sketch program, in Living Color uh, that was first aired back in 1990. Uh, it's a program that many would remember very well. I know it was a favorite of mine back in the day. And, uh, you know, when, when you think of all the talent uh, that was on that show back then, uh, so many memorable performers. Uh, you think of the Wayans family, uh, Damon, um, Marlon, uh, Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, David Allen Greer, and then, of course, our guest, Tommy Davidson. You know, all of those comedic talents were at the very early stage, they were quite young, actually, and then at the very early stages of their careers. And to see where so many have gone on to do so many outstanding things, uh, it's, been, it's been really phenomenal and great to watch. Uh, it was great to have Tommy on the podcast uh, to share his remarkable story. And I, I tell you, it's something that you'll absolutely enjoy. He talks about his personal challenges, uh, his struggles, uh, certainly with, with addictions, identity problems that he experienced as a young young boy. Uh, and it really, really is a personal journey that his, that's his own. Um, so look, I, I've set that up as, as, and I think it's a great way, segue uh, into my chat. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with Tommy Davidson. Enjoy. Tommy Davidson got his comedic break as one of the original cast members of the iconic sketch comedy TV show In Living Color. The groundbreaking series was one of the first primetime shows to appeal to a young, diverse hip-hop generation. In his memoir, Living in Color, What's Funny About Me, Davidson takes his readers inwards and tells a story of his own life, explores his rise to fame, and chronicles his struggles with identity and addiction. Tommy Davidson is up next on the Audacious Living Podcast. 
Listen, Tommy, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much for 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 popping through on the podcast here. Uh, I was I just want to get right into it and uh, uh, start this conversation um, and get right into your book, uh, In Loving Color. Uh, you know, it, it's it's actually, you know, in in review and and everything I've read about the book and everything that you've uh, said. Uh, you really, you really opened up yourself and your life in 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 a really major way. Um, you want to sort of talk about sort of that process of of, of writing a book of, of this nature? It was something that happened naturally. You know, my sister called me because you know I've been doing interviews and stuff for years. I've been sure. in the public eye for thirty four, maybe five years. You know, in living color movies and and, and things like that. And she said, "You never." talk about our mother mm. on interviews, you know? And so I thought about it and I said, I wonder, you know, why is that? Cause I never really thought about it. And it was because I was ashamed of her, mm. you know? And I didn't really realize it, that all that stuff that I brought over from when I was a kid came over with me. And one of them was, I didn't really like people to know that my family was white because one black people treated me different right when they looked at my family and then they looked at me they they started treating me like as if i wasn't really black anymore you know mm. and um both ways you know they'd either just stop talking to me period or they start coming at me like real nasty you know or want to beat me up or want to wow. beat us up and craziness you know wow so that's what really spurred it to do the book little did i know mm-hmm that the book was to free me. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Little did I know, mm-hmm. you know, but me and my sister have always been best friends anyway. So, you know, and she knew when I, when I got in trouble, you know, she, she, she knew, she knew me better than anybody. So she really prompted the book. Mm-hmm. And there's much Tommy to be said about, about uh, um, maybe call it demonstrating vulnerability um uh you know you, you sort of look at uh you know and I, I like say you know black males sometimes it's it's not something that we typically do right we we you know we want to be strong we want to you know have this appearance that you know we got everything under control and you know that we're good um was 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 that hard to to sort of open up in that regard and be vulnerable it was once i started writing it mm. see i had gotten to the point in my life where i felt comfortable with that after what I've gone through, but then to put it in actual print, I was like, ah, gee, I don't know about all this, you know, gee, I don't know, you know, and, and as I was going over some of the stuff that was really uncomfortable, I was like, well, you know what? It's the truth. One, if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't be the person I am now. Right. Two and three, I didn't start all this. Mm. So I ain't got to worry about how I was going to finish. Right. Right. And I actually took that from T.D. Jake. Okay. You know, I went to his church one time. I was having trouble with my with my ex and my children. You know? okay. And I was I wasn't seeing them. And I went to his church because I was sad about that. And he saw me in the second row. I don't I didn't I didn't know if he saw me because I never met him. Right. And somebody came. I said, T.D. wants to meet with you. Right. So I go in his office and it's just him and me, you know. Right, right. And he sits down and he talks to me and he says, um, he tells me this story, you know, about how he um, called his mentor, who was like his father. Mm-hmm. And he was at a point in his life where he just felt like 
down. He was crying and he said, not only did the guy answer the phone, he answered it on the first ring and he knew who it was. Mm. And what he said to TD was, it's all hitting you now, huh? Wow. You know, his church being a worldwide church and all this, you know. And he said, but you don't have to worry about how it's going to turn out because you didn't start it. Gotcha. And that's where I got it from. Got you. Got that's you. exactly where I got it from. And there's great power in that, Tommy, like to, to be able to, when you can recognize that, there's absolutely, it's, it's liberating almost, really. Yeah, it, it really is. But, you know, I call it faith. When you go into a situation that you, you, you think and know could be harmful, mm-hmm. but you trust that it's doing, you trust that you're doing it for the good. And as long as you're doing that, you're always protected, you know? Right. And so that was the catalyst that brought the book forward. And I also had a strong, strong, strong desire to pass on to the reader remedies that will help them uh, transcend the situations that I was up against. That's so important, Tommy. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, I've always, you know, the, the belief is if you can take your experiences and pass those along to someone else, just as you said, uh, to help them in their own challenges, then, you know, that's where the true power lies. And so yeah. um, be able to share experiences. Like it's, I think our experiences, yes, we live them and we experience them, but we also should share them because that provides a source of inspiration for others. So that's, that's, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's key. Yeah. Especially with black folks. Yeah. You know, it, it's, Passing on our knowledge to each other is something that we we have to make ourselves do, even if we don't want to, because what happened to us, uh, the founding, one of the founding tools, psychological and spiritual tools that was used against us mm-hmm. was to operate as individuals. Right, right, right. Absolutely. You operate are, as individuals. Yeah, no, yeah. And separate people. That's not, that's not, you know, that's not how we were meant to live or exist. Right. So, right. We have to come together. Um, you know, you told a lot of powerful stories and, you know, being, you know, your, your biological mother leaving in the, the, the dumpster as, as a young baby. Mm-hmm. If we could talk about that, because um, that, that, and I don't, I'm not trying to give away every part of the book, because I think there's some, you know, good, there's a lot of good stuff in there. But um, if, when you look at that being sort of your origin um, and to know that, you know, you, you've come all the way through that to you know, get to the point where you're at now. I think that's really powerful. Well, not, ha- not having had done it alone, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I was just a baby. So there was something bigger than me, you know, that, that worked in my behalf. One, the miracle of being found there in the first place. Right. You know, the, my mother that raised me found me random. She went to the house looking for her, her friend's, uh, her friend's baby. Mm-hmm. They said, it's at the house over here. She went to the house. It was like a dilapidated house with mm-hmm. kids doing drugs and stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. She said when she walked out, she saw a tire laying on some trash. Something told her to look under the tire. She pulled the tire and saw my foot. Wow. So that was a form of a miracle, you know? Absolutely. From there, you know, I grew into me. But not knowing that I was, I didn't know I was black. No one ever told me that. Mm-hmm. Nobody told me that was any different than them. Right. Till we moved to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And then the, the black kids attacked us, calling me white cracker. I mean, white cracker lover. Wow. And my sister, brother, white cracker. It was a bad atmosphere in the first place because the riots were going on. Right. Right. So when King got shot. The t- so the tension. So, yeah. High, right. I was already in all that motion. 
Right. Then I go out to the suburbs and discover the word nigga because grown white men were chasing me, calling me that. Right. And, and, and are you even understanding why? Because I guess in your world, that's your family, that's your sister, that's, you, you don't. I didn't understand. I didn't understand why until I started really looking for the reason. Because mm. I know that her people call her, we call her people, we call my family's people white people. Okay. My family's people call our people black people, but they're not really white, they're like beige. Okay. Bases are like like peach or something. Like I learned my colors from the crayons. <laughs> right. We're 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 brown. Right. So let me get this straight. You hate the other people for a color they really are not. Right. You know? Right. And so I thought that was really stupid. So from there, I started to just research mm-hmm. why are people so stupid? <laughs> right. How right. could they be so dumb? You know, right. and that 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 took me from one place to the other, yeah, from one truth to the other truth. You know, got you, got you. So, so uh, we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit. You know, you 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 grow up, um, you, you discover comedy. How how did that happen for you, Tommy? Another miracle, I guess. <laughs> I I got a job as at a at a as an assistant chef at a Ramada Inn. You know, okay. And I called my friend Howard, who I grew up with. And said I got a new job as an assistant chef. I'm only 18, man. Okay. 19, you know. Well, wow. it's a good job. You know? mm-hmm. He says, You're the stupidest person I ever met. You could be a huge star. Right. Movies, TV, pick what you want to do. If I had that talent, I say, You just mad because you ain't got no job, you know. <laughs> and uh you gotta love it when people recognize things in you that you haven't unearthed yourself. Man, right? man. To this day, I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for Howard making me go down to like this worst strip club in D.C., mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talk to the manager and then let me on stage. OK, I finally came down. He, the manager looked at me, said, you got five minutes, buddy. And I turned to my friend and I said, well, what am I supposed to do? He said, I don't care what you do. Go up there and say something. OK. Just say whatever. And I went up there and the first thing I said, people laughed. Gotcha. It was already there. Right. You know, I played that club for like three months and it, it was a year before I was in, it was a year and I was in Hollywood. Really? That quick? Yeah. Come on, Tommy, are you serious? It was a year and I was in Hollywood. Man. Yeah. And so, so, and then how long after in, in Living Color? When did that, how long after that? Uh, three years. Wow. I hit the ground there and then three years later in Living Color happened. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a huge rise. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah. Oh my god! So so in 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 the moment, were you like, like are you just enjoying it? What's going on? Like, I mean, you know, you're a young what twenty something kid, and, right, 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 right. You're just loving right. life, and you know, making right. telling jokes, making people laugh. Are you recognizing sort of what you're what you're doing? You know what? Not really. Mm. You know, when I got the show. It's something that I wanted. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, although it was great in so many different respects. Right. I had to grow into it, man. Right. You know, the three years was a tough three years. Got you. Because I already had a job where I came from. Got you. So, and I had a car, you know. Right. I came to L.A., dropped all of that to start over. Wow. Was That's catching huge. the bus. That's and huge. just, That's you know, huge. and then, you know, what it took to finally get a TV job. Mm. and what i went through 
with the business, you know? And, um, but yeah, it, it was a great ride though. It, it was, it was, it, 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 I'm going to say it's been a great ride. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. It, no, because it's, it's part of my journey. You know, this, this, this book is just an earmark, you know, or just a threshold of, of, of a part of the journey. Yes. Yes. We made a plan, me and my manager. Uh-huh. We did a 15 year plan. Okay. On what I wanted to be doing. And in the 15th year was, by the time I got to the 15th year, I was to be doing directing, okay. authoring, producing, right. and traveling the world and, 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 and helping people. Sure. You know, that happened within that 15 year mark happened within 10 years of the journey. Wow. You know, so accelerated a little bit. So I'm in the 15th, you know, 15th, 16th year of that plan Mm -hmm. but you can make as many plans as you want to but you know god's gonna reassimilate his plan within that and his plan is gonna lead it you know got you so i didn't think i'd be at this point thinking more about what i could do for others than what I can do for myself. Got you. And it's not a lot of, there's not a lot of uh, space between the two, mm-hmm. but there is a space. Right. There is a space that's, that when I get to a certain point, I can actually go, if, if something doesn't go my way, I can actually go, it wasn't meant to be. Got you. Or I can go, okay, even though this doesn't feel good, it has to be something that makes sense. Yes, yes. And I didn't get that from me. I got that from Ray Lewis. When Ray Lewis won his Super Bowl, I listened to what he said. Right. He was in a trial where he was going to go to jail yes. for murder. Yes. He ended up being the MVP in the Super Bowl. I listened to him. What he said was, the guy asked him, hey, how'd you get? You're in the Super Bowl. You got the MVP. What do you, what do you attribute that to? He said, I knew God wouldn't put me through such a trial if there wasn't a triumph at the end of it. Mm, powerful. Yeah, I watched uh, Plexico Burris caught the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl with the Giants against the Patriots. I listened, you know, on purpose, you know. They said, well, you did this, you did that. He had shot himself in the leg, went to jail. Right. You, you, you catch a touchdown in the end zone to win the whole thing. Yes. What do you attribute it to? He said, he said, I just got up this morning and asked God, if you just get me to the field, I'll be grateful for that alone. Wow. Wow. You see? It's, it's yeah, those, those little small, you know, uh, steps, if you will, right? You can show appreciation, you know, just get, get me this, you know, or I, uh, these little steps we're looking for and break them down incrementally. Um, again, that's, that's, that's powerful stuff, Tommy. It really is. It's all connective, you know, um, um, to speak on where you are, right? Where where are you now? Like physically? Yeah. Oh, t- t- uh, Toronto, Canada. Right. So to speak on that, um, right. I did twelve movies there. Spent about you did two years there doing movies. You know? Yeah. Um, Booty Call was shot 
Yeah, Booty Call, yeah. Woo was shot. Woo, yeah. There. yeah. I did a couple of Disney movies up there, you know. Yep. Um, one of the key people that helped me through some hard times is a Jamaican woman there. Mm-hmm. She's a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And she's told me, no matter what them say, no matter what you, you do right now, you know, she said, uh, uh, she said, um, protect your name. Mm. Your name, what you got. Mm. You know, after all of this, you know, all is after all is said and done. Yes. You know, you protect your name and, 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 and you're good. Right. You know? Yeah. And what she meant was the good name on me, man. Yeah. Yeah. The family, the friends, the, the people that know Tommy, your good name. That's right. You know, there's a uh, Jamaican woman. I grew up in D.C. There was uh, this little girl I used to have a crush on when I was like eight. Right. Now, I didn't know back then that her mother didn't know I didn't have food at home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. before a certain time. So every night, you know, I I come to their house and she would feed me and tell me about Jamaican food and all this. Right. Right. And she was making me think, oh, try this, try that. But she was really feeding me, you know. She used to call me trouble. No. <laughs> trouble, trouble, you have plantain before, you know. <laughs> trouble, you have you have a piece of rice. I have that piece of rice again. Remember I told you that about that? You know, <laughs> and um, to this day, mm-hmm. her mother works at the rental car in the Washington, D.C. airport. Mm-hmm. To this day, she called me trouble. Great. She I don't mention TV, movie, nothing. Trouble. She said, trouble, what you doing? Y'all right? You know, yeah. how are things with you? That's it. I hear good things. That's it. That's it. You know, it's funny. You go back and you talk about, you know, protecting your, your, your name. And so funny. This literally just happened myself personally. You know, my, so again, my uncle is in, in Jamaica and he, and he called me today out of the blue and he said, I just want to let you know that I'm really proud of you. And I was like, well, thanks. And it, I, I actually had gotten emotional because uh, the whole idea of, 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 of you living your life the way you're supposed to, uh, you know, not taking advantage of people, not robbing people, not, and you're, you're honoring, right, their family name. So, so uh, it's, it's, I think I so bang on it to, to what we're talking about here because, yeah, I just, you just got to live your life and, and honor, honor the name. Yeah. And um, so, so I've been able to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Up to this point, but I couldn't have did it without the lessons and the people that are in that book. Sure. And I, I really thought it was important that I give to the reader mm-hmm. what was given to me freely. Yeah. And out of my experiences, you know, and out of my insights came from books. Mm. Lena Horn, Malcolm X, uh, Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee, which is a movie about, uh, I mean, it's a book about the Native American massacres. Mm-hmm. You know, those books gave me that insight. Got you. That led me to where I am. Mm. I'm not where anybody else is. I am where I am. Right, right. You know, and, you know, my brother, who's white, mm-hmm. told me on his dying day, he died of AIDS, he was gay. Okay. He told me, I want you to watch out and be mindful of when people mistreat you. Okay. He said, because 
I don't think they're going to be doing it because they hate you. You bring forth a certain type of spirit that people aren't used to mm. because of us and because of the way you're raised. Right. So when that happens to you, yeah. remember that it's that and that not that they hate you. Got you. Got you know, you. and it couldn't have been not the truth because why would he save that for last? Got you. Yep. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. You know, I know it's, and again, and those are the lessons that we pay attention to and take from, right. Mm -hmm. And, and carry it and move on through our life. Uh, Tommy, I want to, obviously you got to talk about in living color and, um, you know, that was, (coughs) excuse me, obviously a great ride. Give me, give me an idea of how big or, uh, how, how, you know, massive things had gotten, uh, during your living color days. If I measured it off of today, it would seem like nothing, <laughs> mm. but not really, because it's everything. I can now surmise it as the best show of the 90s, period. Yeah. yeah. And one of the best TV shows ever. Right. What we were able to do with the audiences was we, everything that's happening right now mm-hmm. has to do with that show. Everything sure. that's happening uh, uh, advertising wise, what's happening hip hop wise, what's happening comedy wise. What's happening cultural wise had to do with that show. Yeah. That show launched, you know, even y'all had Hey Mine. Mm. Yeah. Even, even, even people from the Caribbean had their own. Yeah. You had your own own sketch on In Living Color. Yeah, we did. You know. Hey man. How much you know, you only got one job. <laughs> oh my God. You lazy you know so and so. Right, right, right. <laughs> because we touched everybody. Right, right, right. And we're we're twenty we're twenty eight years outside of that show, mm. and it still seems new. It it was it was so groundbreaking because you look at sort of where everyone uh, was in the at the early stages of their career careers, and when you look as time has gone on, what people have done, uh, it's mm-hmm. just been phenomenal. And mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, one of the things that I, I vividly remember is that, you know, in living color really opened up the world of even hip hop as an example. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now these days, hip hop is mainstream. Right. And so it's, it's, it's in all aspects of life, right. but, but, you know, right. it's, it's, you know, you get, you get heavy D, you know, with the theme song and, you know, it, it was just, it was just, you know, special. he's Jamaican, you know, yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right. I'm trying to keep, you know. Kind of keep going back to that, it seems. I'm trying to keep correct, huh? (laughs) We keep going back to that, I guess. Well, it's a to me, it's a whole nation. Yes, that the 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 Canadian continent is basically like this continent. What what we are for America, Caribbean blacks are for Canada. Mm. You know. We're basically, we basically are being put in a position of being the leaders of the new African world. Right. Right. Because we're, we're, we're centered with our, we, we're centered with our resources. We're centered with our education. Right. You know, we, we are the ones that if we, if we, if we took the skills that we have. Right. And reinfuse them into the Caribbean and into, to, to, to uh, uh, Europe and into Africa, there'd be a true return. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. Got you. Yeah. You also in your book talked uh, um, 
uh, about how so at times things got, got, got dark for you um, mm-hmm. in your career. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you sort of talk, sort of describe what that looked like and, and, and what was the key in getting past that for you? It was, uh, I think it, it was a point in my life where I just couldn't go any further. It, 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 it gave way to addictions and, and, and I just lost my way. Mm. Like I wasn't happy doing what I was doing anymore. Uh, that's something that I had worked my ass off for, you right. know, and I had put myself in harm's way so many times and it got to the point where it was getting so dangerous and, and, and I was, you know, depressed and what helped me through that was the love of people I didn't even know. Mm. And family and friends, man, mm. you know, cared about me enough to tell me the truth right. about myself. Yeah. You see, it yeah. came time to take a look at some of the things I was doing that was causing me to be in that state. Right. Right. So there's a certain level, certain, there's a certain of, there's a certain level of self-honesty that I have to be able to be conscious of. Right then the actions that it takes to set myself back on balance. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it took work. It took a lot of work. I still work to this day. Right. You know, and, and, and everybody deals with it in one form or the other, but it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. What really matters is, is that if we were all the same, yeah. My grandfather used to say this, if we're all the same, then everybody be chasing after your grandmother, <laughs> you know? And then the other big guy, we read about him in a book, you know, he said, if, if anybody hears is without sin, let them cast the first stone. Right. You know? Right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I did. Hold on. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Siri, Siri came on and said, I didn't get that. Could you say that again? <laughs> Siri, Siri's trying to get up in the mix. Yeah. 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 Siri's like, I didn't get that. Could you say that again? That's you know? funny. That's funny. Yeah. It, um, no, but yeah, yeah, you're, 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 you're right. I mean, you know, we, we really got to look at ourselves. Or so, so there's certainly some interest, introspection that we all have to go through. And um, uh, as, as we continue on this journey of our life and, you know, we all have a path that we're intended to live on. Right. And yeah. And, and going back to the point I made earlier, it's, it's, it's so important that we share that journey because the source of inspiration and support to other people is huge. For me, it is. I'm you with know, you. I'm with you as well. Can, can I say, can I say that I hundred percent felt that way before I went through what I went through? No, mm-hmm. but you never see the other side of things until you're on the other side of things. Right. Right. You know, and I'm so glad what, what really helped me a lot and seeing that was a lot of people that didn't even know me helped me. Right. Right. They Which, came along and just said, hey, man, you can get through this. Didn't know me from Adam. Or they would play it. They would play it down. They go, right. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Don't worry about things. Don't worry about it. You know? Which is big, Tommy, because, you know, and you would certainly know this in the world of the celebrity, celebrity lifestyle, you know, you have people around you that, aren't necessarily there for you. They're there for their own reasons or what they can get from you or how they want to be affiliated with you. So to have people who didn't know you, who legitimately wanted to help you, 
just because I want to help you. That's that's big because that's not always the case. It's not the case in that in that situation, but it's certainly the case in my personal situation because I come from people like that. Yeah. And I come from an atmosphere where people are like that, you see? Mm. So I got to discover that I wasn't like the place I was. Right. No wonder I was having some problems. You see? My mother used to, used to we used to go get groceries. And then when we were bringing the groceries up, my mother would start giving kids food. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-mm. And she would go, you, know, you don't tell me what to do. Do you have what you need? I said, yeah. Then don't ask me no dumb questions like that. <laughs> so she was teaching me, you give, you get. Right. You see? So I came from that atmosphere. So of course, when I went into a situation and, and, and somebody left me flat. Right. Somebody told me that they were going to do that and then did the opposite. Or somebody did something directly against me and my career right or block me from an opportunity that would that 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 I, not, not only i did i deserve through the hard work now not just deserved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but denied me an opportunity that i worked for you know no wonder right so i had to understand the nature of what i dealt with gotcha you see they talk about that i think when they went in, in in the bible you know when I, and as an adult, I put away childish things. That's right. I put away the concept that everybody got my back. That's right. Because as a child, you're in the atmosphere where everybody does. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. There's no question, Tommy. You've had, you've had a strong foundation. Like it's clear and obvious, and 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 why that's so important is because our foundations where we fall back on in in, in our most challenging and difficult times. And it's clear uh, through your family, whether they're regardless of their color, right? Because it didn't matter. They were your family. They loved you. They supported you. And again, that foundation piece was, was really big. Yeah, yeah, and you know we're we're mankind. It's still going to be there mm-hmm. when the human race, when the human race stops running. Gotcha. That's deep. You know, when the human race stops running, when China doesn't have to be first, America doesn't have to be first. Right. Russia doesn't have to be first. Right. That they're just kind and not in some race. Yeah. And that's an important that's an important message these days. You know, you look at sort of even the last year or so, all that's gone on in the world. Uh, it's 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 so important. And uh, that humanity piece, Tommy, is what really what's been lacking and sorely needed. And uh, be able to have compassion and love and kindness to other people. Like, like you know, w- w- we can't function without those elements. We can't. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, us as 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 people of African descent. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't function without holding hands, mm-hmm. you know, without without being in dialogue, and embracing each other and, and learning how to harness our resources. Yeah. Harness our own resources. Mm-hmm. We can't stop doing that. You know, we have a challenge in front of us and, and we all know what that challenge is. 
but we come equipped, you know. Got you. You know, that 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 woman, my great, 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 great grandmother was somewhere cutting cane mm-hmm. or picking cotton mm-hmm. or picking tobacco, you know, mm-hmm. and she was dreaming of me mm. being the free one. Hmm. And lo and behold, her faith got me here. Gotcha. Amazing. Amazing. Lo and behold. And the journey is not even done. Yeah, lo and behold. Yeah. Yeah. The the excitement of the promise of something of tomorrow and what that could mean. Right, right. That's, that's, man, like, you know, that's why, you know, some people just get out of bed excited every day because, you know, what's next? What's going to happen? What's, uh, you know, what, what, what difference am I making today? Right. As a lot of people approach their lives. Yeah. Because I saw the real Christmas, man. I'm excited every day. You know, they t- they're taking four years to make me forget that we ran the world for eight years. Mm. Mm. I get you. I get they you. They took four years out of their time okay. to put all their energy and power into making me forget the eight years that I ran the whole world. Right. And it didn't work. Right. 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 Wow. Hey, you um you used to kick it with Puff Daddy back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puff. Puff dude, man. Yeah, we used to hang out a little bit. Yeah, he so hung, it's, what, we hung out in the movie, and what's crazy about that? Smart, smart dude. Well, well, and that's what I was gonna say. What's crazy about that is you know you would you would you would have been around him, you know, early before he was a mogul, before he was P Diddy, before was, he all, yeah, right, yeah, like like was. like that that. So to watch his journey for you, that must be something else. It it, it really was, and it still is, you know. I'd be the first to tell you he's smarter than me. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, he figured out how to become a mogul. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. He figured out how to become a mogul, man. And he did it with efficiency. He's still like on top of his game. He's a really good person too. On top of that. Gotcha. Yes, he is. Yeah. He, from Harlem. Yeah. From Harlem, USA, from uptown. And had a lot of good teachers around him. Heavy, sure. Russell Simmons, Andre Harrell. Mm-hmm. He was in the perfect atmosphere to learn what he needed to learn. You know, yeah. He was in the perfect atmosphere, and he forged his way. He, he's he's um he's doing really really well. Damon too. Damon with Shark Tank. Yes. Yes. Was there during those same years? Yep. Yeah. Fubu with with the design company. You know, mm. and went on to you know, to what was next for him, you know? And so it's, it's the last day we have until tomorrow, bro. Mm. You know, so might as well enjoy now, you know? Well, you definitely did that one, man. Like, there's no question you, and you still are. And that's, that's the best part about this. And uh, so I love the fact that you're sharing the way you have and uh, you're, you're helping others the way you do it through, through just again, you know, opening up your challenges and saying, you know, being transparent with them. Yeah, yeah. And you know, sometimes I like to resend it, you know. And, well, no. Hey man, you know, Lazarus got put in the cave and he wasn't a good dude, mm. you know. Mm. And um, old boy comes along and the sisters say, Hey, but he's all we had. So right. I got it. I got it, you know. Goes in pushes the stone. No, 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 no. That's okay. We've, we changed our mind. No, he's going to be dead and right by now. No, no, no. He says, no, 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 no. 
You fa- you believe in me or what? Now, y'all was minding my business before y'all stopped me, right? Then he comes out and ends up being a whole another guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And people are whispering, "Ain't that the guy that was this, 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 that, that?" You know. And he said to all of them, "Hey, man, if the big man set me free, why should I be bound by y'all?" Right, right, right. You know. You know, a big, we spend a lot of time on this podcast uh, uh, talking about the importance of uh, audaciousness and being bold and, and you know, doing and living, living your life the way you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if, you, if you do that and you are being audacious and, what, and, and when you're audacious, you're making a difference to other people because you're inspiring them to live their lives the same mm-hmm. exact way. And uh, Tommy, that's what you've done, man. That's exactly what you've done. Yeah, it's been really good and a lot of beautiful things coming. I formed my own company called One Song. It's an international entertainment company. Okay. So nice. I plan on doing not just movie and films and music for this country, but for whatever country I, 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 um, I, I uh, see fit that I want to do it to. Yeah. Mm. You know? Amazing. Yeah. Because everybody, every white person in the world is wearing the cotton that I picked. So I might as well. <laughs> You know, or 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 they're they're enjoying the sugar, mm. you know, that I cut. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I got a I got a whole I got a whole lot of resources out there. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Absolutely. How many roads have I paved in 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 Amsterdam and France? Sure. How many castles has has my labor built? You know. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's certainly. Is it not true? Absolutely. And again, when it, what's really nice about it is you can sort of stop and, and look back at your work, right? At your right. body of work or your legacy. And you're able to say, yeah, there's a lot here to be proud of. Yeah. And there's lots. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes, and it's important that we do that because sometimes we don't always give ourselves the appropriate credit. Yeah. Or, or, or have that inclusiveness mm. where, where, you know, that line that's between have and the have nots is not there at all. Got you. You know what I mean? That's here. Mm. Mm. For sure. Tommy, okay. I, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if, if, if uh, I didn't ask you, uh, so your favorite character that you, uh, that you played back in the day. I mean, uh, you know, a whole, whole bunch of them. You're, you're Tommy, you're, you're, you're funny as heck. Yeah, you know, thank but, you, man. Honestly, and you know, part part of the reason I was really excited about talk to talk to you today because when I think when I think back to Living Color, um, even myself as a young man back in the '90s, uh, uh, it was just an important time. Sunday nights were huge. Sunday nights were huge, and you know, everyone, you know, in my circle of, of, of friends and, and and people, there was only one thing we were doing on a Sunday night: taking it all in. And so, you know, it's it's it's, it's huge, and uh, the, the the impact. Um, that yourself and the whole crew had on people. I mean, and, you, and I'm sure you've heard this and you hear it often, but you can never hear it enough in terms of the, the positive impact that you, through your work, using your talents, had on other people. We get, we get it. We get it. A few of us don't. Mm. Don't get it. But... I could tell you that I get it. Jim gets it. Jim mm. Carrey gets it. Mm. You know, uh, we get it. Because we're you. 
Mm-hmm. We are that, you know, Jim, Jim, Jim grew up in Canada mm-hmm. and um, he had no money. His family had no money. He used to work at a fiberglass yeah. factory. You know what I mean? And um, he gets it, man. Got you. You know, he knows, he knows what's going on. Got you. Got you. When all the stuff was going on with the Trumpism, he went out there and made sure that everybody knew who was wrong mm-hmm. his own way. Got you. Yeah. So we, we get it. Not everybody does. Right. But not everybody has to. Got you. Cause everybody is not the same. Got you. Got you. You know what I mean? It just feels better for me. Sure. It does. It feels better for me when love is in the air and positivity is in the air. It feels better for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't got to worry about when negativity is in the air. Cause it's, it's part of the normal. It's part of the normal atmosphere, baby. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm impressed by the sun because it always shines. You know, that's it. Absolutely, it so, always so comes around. It, it certainly does. So I want to go back. I want to know who your favorite character was. Uh, my favorite character? I had so many. Mm. I think my favorite character was 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 uh, Sweet Tooth Jones, the karate teacher. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Karate. Protecting your body. Sugar bed, a lot of dotty. I think that was one of my favorite characters, man. Were you, were you guys cracking each other up on set? Like, I mean, like it must have been hard to keep a straight face when you we couldn't we couldn't get to work. Mm. You know, yeah, Keenan had to say, guys, y'all gotta stop playing around, man. <laughs> you know, he's the one to put us together. So awesome. 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 Listen, Tommy, I I I, I so mad, mad appreciate uh, you taking a time like this. Um, like I said, I, I've been looking forward to this for a little while, and um, yeah, your your life and your, your insights and uh, how you've lived your life, it's blessings. I'm so proud of the fact that you you know you've you you've put it all in the book together, um, and sharing that with the world, huge. Like I said before. And uh, yeah, look, man, I just appreciate you, appreciate you doing this. And uh, where can, where can uh, listeners grab, uh, pick up the book or where can they f- learn more about what you're up to these days? Go to my IG, which is uh, uh, The Real Tommy Cat. Mm-hmm. Follow me if you can. Everybody want to get followed these days. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon, easily done. Target and Walmart, both got them online gotcha. and in the actual store themselves. Yeah. But go online because gotcha. some of the stores... Would rather put some other stuff up there, not mine. So, mm-hmm. um, and the audiobook is out. Nice, nice. And I did it with my voice. Ah. So, nice. if you really want to hear the story out of my, out of my, out of, out of my own mouth, you know, then grab that. You know, nice, nice, yeah. very cool. Tommy, my man, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me, man. All right, and we'll we'll, we'll do it again, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Be well, my All friend. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Have a good one, man. Take care. Take yeah. care, brother. All right. Back we are here on the podcast and a big shout out and thanks again uh, to Tommy for, for being here, offering unique perspective and sharing your powerful story. So uh, for that, I, I say thank you. And as well, I, I might as well put out there that I'm also a big fan of Sweet Tooth Jones, the karate teacher. He did well. He did well. <laughs> uh, you know, to- Tommy left us with so much to think about. But if there's just one thing I would take away from our conversation, it would be this. 
We all have our own personal journey and that path that's meant for me belongs to me and the path that's yours is yours. We never truly know what others are going through or what they're experiencing, nor do we know how people's past triggers, uh, what they are and how they'll influence the way they behave or how they'll even show up for others. At the, end of every po- at the end of every podcast episode, I always encourage listeners to stay safe, be kind, and show love to one another. I say this because that's exactly what the world needs right now. Compassionate love. Compassionate love that's free of judgment, accepts me for me, and, and is respectful of my personal journey is exactly what the world needs right now. You see, in my view, There's no better way to to show acceptance than to show love because displaying compassionate love has the potential to inspire us to do all sorts of great and wonderful things. Hey, listen, if you haven't uh, registered for email notifications of the Audacious Living podcast, uh, do know that you can certainly do so by heading over to bestaudaciouslife.com. You enter in your email address and you are immediately connected to, again, all the good things happening in the world of Audacious Living podcast. And each time new content comes out, you will receive a notification. Uh, as always, I want to thank our, our listeners. Uh, your support is, is, well, first off, it's tremendous and it's so much appreciated. And the ongoing support is what keeps us going. So thank you. Uh, keep it up and we will keep doing our part. Uh, we've reached the end of another episode. So until next time, stay safe, be kind, show love to one another and be audacious. You've been listening to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by Audley Stevenson. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, be audacious.